Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is what's great about sport. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Oh, Broadcasting live from the 96.9 The Game Studio, it's time to go in the zone with your host, Brandon Kravitz. Welcome to the show. We are live on 96.9 The Game, streaming everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You are in the zone. The show of the Orlando sports fan, your host, Brandon Kravitz, here along with Sweet Tea, Tyler, Karen, and we got you for the next three hours of Sports Talk Radio here in the city, beautiful. You can text us all the way throughout. 50857 is how you can get it done there. What are the top storylines that you need to know from an NFL Sunday? That's coming up at 335. What was the environment like for UCF up in, uh, UCF up in Kansas, Man, or, uh, Manhattan, Kansas, is what they're calling it these days. We'll find out at 5 o'clock when Darren Stoltzfus of West 2 News joins the show. Tyler, Karen, TC. I cannot believe, of all the things that I can't believe from yesterday, one of the most unbelievable things to me is that you and I survived our our Survivor Pool picks. The fact that we went with the Seahawks, and they did not look good for most of that game, and I was worried. Andy Dalton almost took us out. Here we are. Made it through week three. We've gotten rid of some pretty scrub teams. We're now done with the... If you've followed along with my side, at least, I think you might have gone a different direction one week. Commanders, Giants, Seahawks, and we're on to week four. I I used the Bills in week two, so uh, one that maybe you'd like to hold on to, but you look at the Bills the rest of their season, and who was it that they pounded? The Raiders yeah. last week in Buffalo, a bounce-back game from a bad week one loss for Buffalo. The writing was on the wall for me. I, I wanted to get them now before some tougher competition later on. I was the only one of, let's see, this league started at 47. We had maybe 10 eliminated before week three. So one of 36 entries with the Seattle Seahawks in one of my leagues. I was very surprised by that. Wow. You had, again, home field advantage for Seattle. They already have a loss in Seattle this season. Um I felt better about it when I, when Bryce Young was going to be playing quarterback. I was more scared of Andy Dalton than I was of Bryce Young. And Dalton was dealing yesterday. Yeah, no, I mean, Adam Thielen was a fantasy stud. But anyway, you didn't come to the right. show for us to wax poetic about the Seahawks. 70 points. My team scored 70 points. I don't even know how to process this. The Dolphins' offense, I said before the season, they are running back away from being the greatest show on turf. A throwback to the 99 St. Louis Rams. I thought they could be that good. Well, they got him, and they didn't need to trade for him. He's already on the roster. His name is Devon A-Chain, although recent reports say that he wants to be called a Chan. We're going to have to address that at a different time. I was not prepared for this. This is the stuff that keeps broadcasters up at night, so I'm just going to table that 
And that'll be more like a Tuesday through Friday thing. He's Devon A-Chain as far as today's show goes. And that right there was the missing piece. We saw Tua break out last year. We shouldn't be that surprised. It was concussions that took this guy down. It wasn't quality of play. In fact, uh, CBS Sports shared this side-by-side comparison on their Twitter account. His stats through three games in 2022 and Tua's stats through three games in 2023, they are identical. There's barely a difference between the two. Touchdowns, completion rate, yards, it's all the same. Tua's not any different. The difference is they're playing respectable defense and they're starting to run the football. And Tyler, this is why that part of the game is so important. Well, you have Tyreek Hill, and, and they did this without Jalen Waddle, by the way. The fact that they scored 70 without Waddle is mind-blowing. You have Tyreek Hill to worry about. If I also have to worry about your run game, well, now what are you supposed to do? And that's the position the Dolphins have opponents in. It did not hurt at all that the Broncos waved the white flag with way too much time left on the clock. Uh, but still, 70? We haven't seen that since 1951. No, and... Raheem Moster, another strong week for him, 82 yards on 13 carries, and he gets three of those touchdowns along with A-Chain. They had seven between the two of them. They were, that was the best offensive performance. I mean, quite literally, the score reflects it, Yeah, that I've seen in my lifetime. Two of three incompletions on the day, 23 of 26 for 309 and four. Mike White gets in the game, two for two for 67 yards and a touchdown. The Dolphins, <laughs> the best part about all this while I'm watching this is I'm thinking in my head, Brandon really said the Broncos were going to oh cover God. that yeah. spread. I knew you were going to bring I it up. I said, this is going <laughs> to be an easily a double-digit game. Dolphins win by 10. How about 50? Oh First time we ever have gotten a 70-20 final score in the NFL, too. So, hey, uh, well, If you're going to be wrong, be all the way wrong and be wrong about your team. I Honestly, it, after the first quarter, I had... I was I was going to do this anyway in the moment like sitting there watching the game very quickly hit abort on caring at all about covering this spread and just enjoyed it for what it was you could tell early on it was going to be a special day and uh yeah that was a swing and a miss I should have just left that one off I mean I would in that situation as crazy as it sounds I would take the Broncos plus six and a half every time but Obviously, you sound like an idiot when you say that, and it's after a 70-20 to 20 game. Right. But that situation, it was a situational spot. I didn't know the Broncos were going to quit. I thought it would be a close game. I thought the Dolphins, I said the Dolphins would win. I just picked them by three, not by 50. So, uh, yeah, it was a rough day as far as that goes. Yeah. This... Not my best pick. Probably one of my worst ever, actually. The other thing that might be special about this Dolphins team, we know the obvious. We know that Tyreek Hill is different. We know that Jalen Waddell is the best number two in the league. Tua was throwing to guys named Durham Smythe and River Crackcraft yesterday. Those yeah. guys had receptions. Don't sleep on I, I mean, and I'm not, I don't know the depths of the Miami Dolphins receiver room. I don't know who those guys are. Like, I'm not he, sure that he... I don't know that that's a Tua catch, though. Because oh, let's that keep could in have been mind, Mike White. Mike White had a, a pair of completions. That is true. Um, but, yeah, he, he, maybe he was involved. I mean, that's like their number five wide receiver. But I know that that touchdown, they, there was a 68-yard bomb to Robbie Anderson. Right. He's changed his last name to Chosen. And that was from Mike White. 
Yeah, Mike White was dealing. Mike White, I think, has as many touchdown passes on the year as Zach Wilson. Yeah, Zach Wilson, Fields. I mean, there's there's a list. Joe Burrow. There's a list of quarterbacks in the league that Mike White. Uh, it'd be nice to have him yeah, in New York right now sure. with those Jets to uh, to back up Wilson or take his job now. It it was truly special yesterday. There's not much when you have two running backs who combine for well, just about well over or right at what the other team score uh, finished in yardage total. That's a special thing when you have a quarterback who throws the ball. 25-plus times and has more passing touchdowns and incompletions, that's a special thing. Tyree killed nine receptions for 150 yards and a touchdown is just going to become a normal thing. Yeah, I mean, that's honestly, that's ludicrous. If I, if I told you, now, you came in on Monday, you had bumped your head and you needed to just kind of like chill for a minute and you didn't watch any football. I don't know why that was the situation I put you through, but just hang with me. I tell you, the Dolphins scored 70 points on the Broncos. Now, guess Tyree Kill's stat line. It would be like 20 catches, 300 yards, four touchdowns. The fact that he was nine nine catches, 157, and a score, that's a great stat line. But it, uh, for what they did, it's um, yeah, it's sort of par for the course. It is crazy. 726 yards of total offense. That's the most in NFL history. 70 total points. They did that without Jalen Waddell. That's the second all-time in the history of the NFL. It's definitely the most since the merger. Uh, but in the history of the NFL, that's second only to the L.A. Rams from 1951, whose star player was someone with, by the name of Elroy Crazy Legs Hirsch. That's how long it's been. Uh, two guys I want to focus on real quick is the coach and the quarterback. Uh, the quarterback, Tua, I I don't know that we've ever seen a career arc like this, or maybe we have, and I just need to be reminded, and perhaps there's even a laundry list. So this is where you guys come into play, 50857. A guy who was a top pick, you know, he was a fifth overall pick, but I'm talking about a high-end first-round pick in their sport, given up on by many that analyze, fans, media, and otherwise given up because of his talents. People didn't believe in Tua early in his career because of what he did on the field. Then when you started to buy in, he had injuries. Then people started doubting him because of the concussions and others. I mean, he's dealt with other injuries. He had the hip injury in college. He dealt with ankle injuries and all of that as a pro. So just we're going to call it health-related concerns. It went from, I'm not sure this guy's a good quarterback, Justin Herbert's playing circles around him, to, well, maybe he's good, but he can't stay healthy. And now the guy is a legit top-end MVP candidate. This is a, And this has all been the span of like three years. Have we ever seen a, a story arc like this for a star player in sports, the sports that we follow closely? Like the only one I can even think of is right in our backyard, but it doesn't completely compare. Markel Fultz was left for dead after his run in Philadelphia and he has turned into a respectable, solid NBA point guard. But he's not an MVP. We're, I'm not talking about him like he's Jason Tatum. He's good. So Tua's on a different level, and I can't think of anybody else that matches that story. There's no one that's coming to mind immediately. But you see it with with Tua's game and his mechanics. Head coach Mike McDaniel on the sideline during this game, while uh, Mike White was getting some some reps in when he's talking to Tua, saying, 
the other night I couldn't sleep, and so I looked. I was uh, I, I Googled your name or I YouTubed your name and watched your high school highlights. Yikes! You know <laughs> your mechanics were off, and pretty much Tua's always been labeled as p- part of it is because he's a southpaw and he's a lefty. And sometimes when lefty quarterbacks do anything, it just it looks different and it looks awkward. And Tua's throwing mechanics have always been funky, and so you you saw the progression. From his days at Alabama, yeah. When he when he replaced Jalen Hurts at Alabama, he was putting up numbers, but you could tell things were still off with him. He was he was not a polished quarterback at that point. He could get he could win you ball games and he could win you a national championship, but he still had work to go. He had ways to go as a quarterback. This is the time where he is making those ways, and we started to see it last year before the injuries. He's been healthy for a stretch, you know, recovering, and now getting to play a stretch of healthy football again with a great support system around him, a great head coach. It's been the story of him since last season. As long as he is healthy, he is going to exceed uh, expectations. He is going to be in that MVP conversation. I don't know if we would have said that two months ago, but we knew he was going to be okay as long as he stayed healthy. So the other side of it is the head coach, Mike McDaniel. I am so happy for... For him, just the way that he composes himself, he's always entertained me in the way that he talks to the media. He just gets it. He's so easy to cheer for. His interactions with with sideline reporters. We had the Sunday night one where he sprints off just to be goofy, and he's like racing the cameraman back to the locker room. He's just a likable guy. And I saw this online, and it made me grin ear to ear. The Broncos gave up a first and second round pick for their head coach that just got beat by 50 by their team's former ball boy. You can't write that stuff. It's so good. Mike McDaniel was the ball boy for the Denver Broncos. The Broncos didn't give this guy an interview when they had a vacancy. Instead, they mortgaged their future, that the, the future that was left after they already mortgaged it for their bad quarterback. They mortgaged more of it for Sean Payton, while their ball boy, their former ball boy, beats them by 50. It's just incredible. It's all part of yesterday's story, and I'm just gushing as a Dolphins fan. As an NFL fan, when do you ever look at a score? You check out the scoreboard and see a 70 spot. And and to have characters involved in that that are easy to cheer for, like Tua and like Mike McDaniel, just makes it that much better. I think it's a, it's becoming a trend now. Miami just needs to look, not even within their own organization, but go down to the everyday average Joe. You got Eric Spolstra, who started as the video coordinator and was cutting highlights and stuff for the Heat back in the day, turned one of the best head coaches that we have in the league now. Mike McDaniel might be on that trajectory. At the end of this season, I mean, he's in that Coach of the Year conversation right oh, now. Absolutely. Three and Dolphins. He looks like a genius out there. The play calls, the way he's getting these guys open. He's getting the, compared to Kyle Shanahan, the who is sh- the best yeah. schematics coach in the league. The shovel pass down by the goal line from Tua. I mean, that's a thing of beauty. That's the kind of stuff you only see from not even Kyle Shanahan. You only see that from Andy Reid coach teams that happen to have Patrick Mahomes on the roster. I'm just blown away. We'll share our thoughts on UCF's debut game in the Big 12 and what went wrong next. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.